Relieving stress from the weekend. It's always stress for me. Not just us, because we're able to talk about it, but we have our our fans at home who can who can hear our opinions. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the things a little different tonight. Uh, I'm going to be your, your, your esteemed uh, host tonight. As you can see, there's another guy who's wearing a robe. Um, I think he's on a safari or something. I think he borrowed that <laughs> robe from, from, from a certain lady or, 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 or a lady friend. Um, he's starting an OnlyFans page. So click subscribe on his, on, his, on, his, on, his, on his Instagram. You just swipe up, you go to his OnlyFans page, and you can see what's underneath that robe. Um, he's, rocking, but, yeah. he's rocking the full uh, Macho Libre look. Yeah, but we've got Musa back with us. He's been away. Uh, for a couple of weeks, I think uh, Musa left the tournament when France left the tournament. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then we've got uh, Matt uh, and uh, Nick, the two Englishmen. Ah, man. Ah, what can we say? What can we say? Welcome to the show. I'm glad that you guys made the show. That's the most important part. You know, I think uh, Nick said he was going to be drunk, but uh, he's drinking some coffee. <laughs> so I think he's I think he's still hanging. Uh, but, and then we've got Wonga. <laughs> Uh, who's changed his beanie today? Adidas has given him a sponsorship for for tonight only. Uh, they're trying to get, get in, Wonga. Get in, get in, get in. <laughs> but but how you guys doing? How you guys doing? How you guys how you guys doing? Uh, how's the hangovers? How's the mood? How's the emotions? Uh, especially the English boys. How's the broken heart, there, gentlemen? <laughs> wow. The tears. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what, what, did, what did Matt do? What did Matt do on Thursday? He was like, "Oh, they're gonna be tears." Eh? Let's see. Let's hear those tears now. Let's hear those tears verbalized. <laughs> yeah, look. What it was... was that song before? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming home. It's going to Rome. It's, it's coming home. Yeah, yeah. It's going to Rome. It's going to Rome. Uh, how's, how's it to to Pums and uh, and Louis? Hey guys, Sorry, hey guys, welcome. Yeah, but, yeah. Look, it was uh, it was it was a hard game. It was. It was heartbreaking and that, but um, I console myself with the fact that it was it was a solid performance across the whole tournament. England played fantastic football. Um, if you'd asked me honestly if I thought we were going to get to the final before the tournament, I probably wouldn't have said yes. I think we, the the players did themselves proud. Um, even on the night, it was a very evenly matched game. There were points where England could have won it. There was points where Italy could have won it outright and not needed the extra time. So I think we can yeah. be very pleased with the result. It was a fantastic experience watching England in a final. I've never gotten to do that before. I got to watch it with my sons. You know, that's something I think I was chatting to Cello about it. That's a memory I'll always have. Um, and I read a cool article after the fact where it's, it's so much nicer to be sad because England lost a final that they maybe could have won than being sad just because England was shit, which is what I've normally had for a long time. <laughs> You know, you experienced that um, in Tottenham as well. Exactly. So, you know, as <laughs> as a Spurs and England fan, I think, you know, it's it's nice to be supporting a side that, and it's not just about the, the 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 on the field stuff where they've proven themselves, but also the England squad, the players themselves, the whole kind of structure around them have shown themselves to be really solid people, people that I'm happy to associate myself with and and, and support and what's happened after the, the final with you know, obviously some of human beings' worst characteristics being on display and the way that the squad has responded collectively has been also just a, a reaffirmation of what a great bunch of guys they are. What a, never mind the fact that they're all incredibly talented footballers and, and 
you know, on the field, they do things that we could all only, only hope to dream to do. They're also just solid guys who really stand up for, for what is right. And they do it in such an eloquent and professional way. You know, they don't descend to name calling and slagging off. They, they just maintain that professionalism and that humility. And I think all in all, obviously lifting the trophy would have been amazing. And when, when it was confirmed, when, when Donnarumma saved that last penalty, it was, it was wrenching. But at the same time, it was a fantastic journey to get to the final. And yeah, tease us all you want, but you got flags of Netherlands, Portugal and France. And I might ask, how was your final this year? I think it was, easier, it was easier for me because... I don't know. One would say that maybe I've got a loser's mentality, so I'm I'm sort of used to, to, to this sort of situation. Um, Newcastle mentality. Yeah. I lost the I lost the I lost the playoff final to win our uh, our local Twane League um, a couple of weeks ago. So I know the feeling. It's quite uh, it's quite hard to take, um, but yeah. Nonetheless, I think you know them get into a final, like Matt says, is is incredible. You would like to think that maybe they can kick on and, and go really challenge for the World Cup next year. But, you know, how do you pick up the pieces now? I think that that's going to be the biggest challenge. You know, you can get yeah. so far um, and then it can all fall apart. Um, I'd like to think with this group it won't. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, um, you know, it, it didn't fall the way of the, the English. And uh, we'll see. We'll see next time. But I think, in terms of a spectacle, it was quite a good game to watch. I think both teams had their chances. Both teams had their moments. Um, but I, I will we'll dive a little bit deeper into to sort of how I feel. You know, Gareth Southgate managed the game because I didn't think it was that great. To be yeah, to be man, very, I, think, I, I must I think, agree I from think, the outside. Yo, what is it? Was it from the outside? No, I, 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 like um, the, there were a couple of questions in my mind as the oh. game was progressing. Um, when you saw some of the changes being made and some of the personnel coming on, it wasn't as impressive of uh, the, the expectations that I was expecting from a manager who uh, played with these guys, tested out a few options before the tournament. Uh, in the tournament, played a, 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 a large part of that contingent hadn't played too many minutes and uh, he was giving them a go in that last few kicks which was i think criti uh, worth criticizing uh, his performance as a manager in 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 this final i think england did do very well um what the squad they were they were kind of favorites coming into it um hum humbly favorite that's why they were like those chats about you know it's coming home there was some confidence about the the talent which England was bringing to this tournament. It is probably some of the most phenomenal players in Europe this this season uh, coming to the party, you know. And, yeah, I guess it, it just didn't work out with the combinations and the substitutes from from uh, Southgate in my view. But, but I, think, I, think, I think exactly just what you said there. I think uh, I spoke to, I think I spoke to Claudio uh, uh, yesterday uh, and just checking on him and stuff, and then we spoke about the game. You know, you've got... The bench, guys. If you compare the two benches, guys, they're incomparable. You know what I mean? I think England have a have a second team on the bench, whereas especially in the attack line, uh, whereas Italy, their bench wasn't really um, a wild bench. Yes, there was maybe a Locatelli on the bench. Um, you know that that's about it. You know, on the bench, there's not really one player you can say that could actually change the game, affect the game in a way that right. could uh, be for a positive way except, uh, except for Locotelli. Uh, but then England, on the other hand, they had 
talents like Sancho, Grealish, Cole Foden was injured. Um, you know, mm. and then they had Jordan Henderson, a leader. You know what I mean? And then they've got uh, they had Rashford as well, and then they got Calvin Lewin, who's not even kicked the ball in the tournament, even though Kane started mm. the tournament slowly. So I think that you need to ask questions, and I think that that probably what Matt um, feels the tactics weren't good enough because I think what in the 90 minutes there were only two substitutions, whereas Italy made four substitutions in the 90 minutes. Cool, I think two of them were injury enforced, but they still made two other substitutions uh, over and above that, where they were trying to affect and change the game. So, how do you guys feel about that? I know, I know, uh, Matt, you've been obviously, you've been obviously complimentary, but Claudio, do you wanna, do you wanna share something, uh, Wanga as well, uh, if if if, if yeah, your mic is on? Yeah. I, I think I'll that, let you go. Uh, I'll let you go, Wanga, and I'll follow up. I'll follow up. Also, yeah, look, I, I can think... I just say before you say anything, Wanga, <laughs> I just want to say, how do you know that the Euros? How do you think that? How do you know that the Euros is over? As Marcus is. Come back to the show. Anyway, so you're saying with another second. Now look, I think um I think like England did well, you know. And again, uh, before I say anything, I want to say I mean Southgate obviously and I think everyone will agree that he's, he's, he's I mean he's obviously done well to get to get to the final, you know. Um I think everyone was doubting the way he was um even myself, the, the way he approached the matches. Um not a fan of it, but it did the job. Um but now he gets into the final, and again, like same thing you're saying. The the they had many subs on the bench, many t- players. I mean, geez, you could have put anyone, but I mean, the, those legs were tired. You could see it. Um, Italy. Mm-hmm. I felt Italy. I felt England could have won the game in the first 20 minutes. That was the opportunity to yeah. win the game. Um, Italy looked like they were slow to get into it, and and then they, you know, it, and then I mean, as soon as I mean, uh, Italy got used to the occasion. Uh, they got into it and uh, looked. They looked pretty much in it. Not that they were dominating England, but they looked pretty much in it. Mm-hmm. Um, S- Southgate again. The thing I will question it. I don't know if, we, but I mean, we'll question the way he 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 did his. Uh, I mean, the subs to the towards the end, like that thing of taking off um, of uh, what's his name, putting on Henderson and taking him off. Uh, it's, it's, I, I can't, I mean, just before, I mean, a penalty kick, uh, take, you know, like, I, I, there's things like that that I just, I can't wrap my head around how you do something like that. But I think the most painful thing for me was, yeah, I wanted England to lose, but, yo, and then I, um, when Saka was taking that last penalty, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I was in mixed emotions <laughs> there. To, like, I wanted to the guy to score. They're trying to destroy your, your Arsenal gym there. That's what they were trying to do. Yeah, right. Breaking before you become score, a star. But, Shout but, out to uh, Mr. Ajun in the building. How's it, Ajun? Ajun. Yeah, Claudio, what do you want to add to... That was me, that was heartbreak. What do you want to add to what Wanga just said there? I think it's based on everything that Matt was positively saying about Southgate as to everything he was doing right, playing for the result, playing for the result. And to be fair, it got him to the final. But at the end, I think he got caught up in playing for the results and he didn't know how to be responsive as opposed to reactive. I think it was one of those scenarios where he found himself, you know, good to, too good to be true. Two minutes, one all up. A lot of finals are won by one goal. So naturally, as a player, when you go through something like this, it's just, it's natural. As soon as you go up and you defend what you have, you tend to forget how to play. 
And I think it is one of those the issues that England were facing where, I mean, every time they were getting the ball, they were just hoofing it because they were protecting what they had as opposed to actually playing. And that came down to the point of where Mancini was the difference in, in the game where at halftime he regrouped. Because first off, let's face it, England were comfortable. I've never seen an English side look so comfortable on the ball. They were actually looking like a bunch of, you know, theoretically speaking, when you say the style of play, Kane was taking fancy touches. Phillips was taking fancy touches. They looked like Brazilian playing on the park. The first first 45 minutes, I'd say it was all theirs. And second half, Mancini came out. He made the right decisions. And then all of a sudden, Gareth Southgate didn't know what to do. And it was change of formation maybe as well because they got the benefits of having attacking four fullbacks. They had that benefit. And then what happens is when you've got attacking fullbacks and now you're going defensive, all of a sudden, you lose an extra attacking impetus because now you're doubling down on the defense. So Kane was completely isolated. So in the first half, his strength was coming short, which is fantastic. But then second half, he was coming short for nothing because there's no one to play with him. So that's where you go. Henderson, what does Henderson do? Energy. He's got players like Saka, like Sterling, like Graylish. He's players that are quick, can get in behind defenses, good on counterattacks. That's maybe where he should look at possibly made a change, in my opinion. Possibly, probably would have been a different result at the end of the day. I think also, just in my opinion, I, you know, I, I, I probably wouldn't have put Saka on just based on this tournament, looking at, at, at his sort of record. When he comes off the bench, he, he doesn't add much. You know, he was completely out the game. And I think it's maybe unfair to maybe judge him on that second half performance because, you know, England were just sitting in and, and hoping they could possibly come away with a clean sheet in that yeah. second half. But he was not effective at all. Every time he got the ball, he lost it. And I think the only chance he really had is when he nearly got clotheslined by... Um, uh, <laughs> Lini on the, yeah. on the line. Um, so, so I mean, I think he would have probably been more effective starting. I thought Mount was a big disappointment in the game. Oh, man, the biggest um, disappointment. How did, he, and, how did he finish the game? How did he play like, yeah, over 90 I, minutes? I, I, no, I man, guys. Um, I, thought, mm. I thought Calvin Phillips and Rice um, grew into the game, but it yeah. sort of looked like the occasion got to them. Um, I agree with Pums. I would have maybe, maybe even... I don't know, it's probably hard to say start Henderson, but maybe bring him in to sort of solidify because he came in a little bit too late because his first couple of touches were poor. He was giving the ball away. Um, and then, to you know, we get into the second half, uh, into, into extra time. And, you know, I'm thinking, you know, Jack Grealish changes the game. And I think the pendulum sort of swings in, in, in extra time. And we look, England looked like they might go on and get, get something. And... Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, you know, 15 minutes into extra time at half time of extra time, I'm, I'm saying, you know, why couldn't Grealish come on with, you know, when we conceded the first goal? Um, yeah. And, you know, maybe take, take it back, back to them because they were defending for their lives in the end. And, you know, I just felt it was rather negative with the players like Sancho, like, um, uh, you know, Saka, like Grealish on the bench, uh, Cul Culvert-Lewin, you know. England needed to give themselves more credit in the end, in my opinion, because mm. man for man, they're probably a better team than Italy. I think man for yeah. man, they're probably a better yes. team. Mm. Um, they can't compete, I really. Think I think they just left it too late. I thought it was probably a little bit too negative. And, and I think, you know, just reading, you know, some of the, the decisions Southgate made, from what I understand now, Grealish has come out and said, the decisions were made for penalty takers by Southgate and his management. Yeah. And I think it is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, you wrong. can put a Sancho on who's probably not, hardly touched the ball, a Rashford Get saying, him to take one. And then, Get him to take then, one. Yeah, then, it's and crazy. Then you put, then you, then you put Saka, who's never taken an internet, who's uh, never taken a professional, a professional penalty, penalty in his penalty. life. You know, I'm asking my, myself the question: Where's Sterling? Where's John Stones? Where's mm. 
Wise and Henderson flipping. I, I, if I'm the captain of Liverpool and, and a leader in the England team, I'm saying to one that Champions Southgate, League, leave, push leave, the me, title. leave me on yeah, the field. Yeah, but he's missed every penalty he's taken for England. Henderson's fair missed enough. every penalty he's taken for England. His head would not be there. Okay, like, fair enough. I don't think so. I don't. Can I get my, my personal feeling of penalties? I, I know it might be a dig at Henderson, whatever the situation. I don't care who the player is. My personal thing is of penalties. I think uh, Rashford's come out and he said it. He said he'll always step up to take a penalty, but he didn't feel right at the moment in time. And fair enough, he only had two touches on the ball. My thing is, when I was a player, if you asked me to take a penalty, I would be the first one there to take a penalty, regardless of the feeling. But all those things add up in terms of how you play the game and moving forward. That feeling's got to be right. And that becomes a bit difficult when the manager goes, okay, on paper before, I've agreed with Mossa, Nick, so-and-so to take penalties. But if you can see one or two of these players are struggling in the game, to ask them to then go take a penalty makes Mm. zero sense. And you've got a player like Edison who is a leader on and off the pitch. So even if he does miss... He can take it on. He can take it on yeah. better he, if he misses. Yeah. I think yeah. also yeah. he's he's up, he's yeah. above the age of 25. He's got more than 50 caps. Still okay, also got 63 caps. At but least, Celo, yeah, that's the thing. Let's not even talk about, about Henderson. Say, okay, let's say Sterling. he was off the pitch. Let's say Henderson Sterling. didn't even come onto the pitch. You've got yeah. Sterling, you've got Luke Shaw, who arguably for me was one of the best players in the tournament. Yes. An absolute mm-hmm. technician. He absolutely wallops that goal into the bottom of the net in the first two minutes. He sh- his confidence should be absolutely booming yeah. and, and, yeah. And, and, and and you know i'm just I, i'm just mind boggled i mean even a Calvin uh, uh, Calvin phillips he's a technician himself yeah. you know i'm uh-huh. thinking here you know why why are not yeah. the big names stepping up and saying hey you know for me as a coach i normally go in it's penalty shootout i say to the players who wants it and generally yeah. you get yeah. five five to seven players i'm saying like this yeah now my 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 rule is I'll get the five to seven players and I'll pick the order from there. Okay. So yeah. I'm not going to ever force a player to take a penalty, but you get, I'm, you're telling me John Stones didn't want a penalty. He's a leader at the back. You're telling me um, uh, Sterling, Sterling didn't want a penalty. Sterling, and if yeah. they didn't, if they didn't, Matt, and I'm speaking for, as an England fan, shame on them. Shame on them because those guys are experienced players and when yeah. it matters most, they need to step up. Um, and and for me, mm. I, I'm a little bit disappointed. Um, you know, blame shouldn't be on Saka. I'm disappointed in Rashford and Sancho how they took their penalties. Uh, I just, yes. I, uh, you know, don't well, don't dance up to the ball. Respect the game. You know, don't dance. He's doing a Pogba slash Ronaldo slash I don't know what he's but, doing. But but you know, has been taking penalties like that for the last eighteen months, and he's yeah. okay. And and had record as a eight as a ninety percent. He's only missed two penalties. He's only he scored sixteen. Uh, he doesn't do penalties. He doesn't do that. No, but by the last but in the last eighteen months, he's done that. Yes, yes. Uh, two years ago he wasn't doing that when we played in, in, in the Champions League, whatever. But in the in the Euro- Europa League final, he did it the same way and he scored. He uh, friendly match that England played before the World Cup, uh, before the Euros, he scored. So two penalties that he but just here's did the difference. previously. But here's the difference. Yes, here's the, the difference. Pressure. The let pressure. Me, but let me tell not not the pressure. That's not the difference. Huh. The difference is the goalkeeper who's got a record of a forty percent plus forty yeah. percent of saving record. This is a keeper. When you're looking at Penalties. There are two. There are two thoughts that go in with penalties. There are the keepers that go. It's a 50-50 and I'm going to choose a side and hope hope for the best. And then you've got the actual goalkeeper who knows what he's doing and he waits for the body language and reads the yeah. body language. The saves that he pulled. Rashford misses that penalty because Donnarumma stands still and waits for him to make up his mind and he has to change yeah. his mind last minute. 
The sucker penalty is missed because he reads his body language. Sancho misses his penalty because he does the little slow run-up, completely revealing where his body language goes again. So yeah. I know there's all the data and there's all these statistics as to what's right and what's wrong when you're taking penalty. First and foremost, as a goalkeeper, if you can do that, you've got your foot up. You've, you've got, and the man's imposing in goals. Let's not forget that. And also, it's, I'm an sorry, absolute, but but it's an absolute judgment, unit. But that's, that's I what I think. That, but look at... Look at uh, you remember, I think Musa yeah. remember this even. Do you remember Nicholas, Nicholas Analka, Champions League, was Champions League final? Yeah. They, yeah. they put him on from the bench and he missed. Uh, people no, went but, to him and they're like... But, you know, but they asked him. Yeah, yeah. But they asked him and he said, look... You know, he was he came cold off the bench, and now they expected him to take a penalty. It's, you know, it's, it's, and I, the no. thing for me, I think most of it, like as, as guys who played soccer before, you know, I mean, if you're coming, think about it. You you hand you touch the ball as you get on the field. Twice. That's when you touch the ball, like when you come before warm up. 120 minutes you're sitting on the bench, and they put mm. you on. You hard, yeah, yeah. In fact, you haven't touched the ball. You haven't taken a shot the whole tournament. Yeah, and there you are. The, the kick you, so, t- uh, you have to take. Look, I think Kavonga. I agree. Uh, I agree with that. With that, okay. Maybe you should, they should have been brought on. But for me, Harry Maguire and Harry Kane showed exactly how you step up in a final and you fucking put the ball away. You know, you don't, you you don't, you know, if, if, if Rashford goes and absolutely belts that and Donnarumma saves it, he's not going to get grief from, from, from people that understand football. But for me, you know, I, I just, I don't think Rashford and Sancho need to do that. I, they haven't. They've taken it. That's the reason they've done it like that. Like, like, uh, like Silo was saying, they've literally, that's exactly how he takes the penalty. He's not going to change it there. This is exactly how penalty. But I think also, focusing too hard on the penalties overlooks the fact that, and I mean, I said, Celo, I was saying to you, I was saying all along, we shouldn't be letting this game go to penalties. I didn't like our odds. Donnarumma, he looks to five, guys. Five out of five penalty shootouts. That is fifth penalty shootout out of five. He's never lost a penalty shootout. How can you go against the guy who's never lost a penalty shootout? I think he has to win it in regular time. And you know what's scary? Pickford saved like, He's, sorry, sorry, Nick. He saved 13 out of, I think, 32 in Serie A. I mean, that's his record for penalties. Yeah. And look, you at, look at what... You know this, stepping up. You're going to shit yourself. 196. Look what, <laughs> look what Pums is saying. You know, he's enormous. But, you know, if we look at... And Matt, Pickford did his job. Pickford yeah. actually yeah, did his two job. Two penalties. You know, two. you saved two penalties. That's normally enough to win. Yeah. That's enough, enough, to win. The, enough to win the shootout. So, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's a hard... That's why it's such a bitter pill to swallow. And you're right. Going in against, you know, having Pickford versus Donnarumma, I, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't confident at all. And then yeah. soon as soon as we save Jorginho's penalty, I'm thinking, here we go, we've got a chance. And the yeah. young boy goes in. Shame, you know, if he hits it, if if Donnarumma dives to the other side, we're not talking about that. But you know, I think the management in that sense could have been a little bit more. Um, you know, strategic uh, with their selections, strategic and, and a little bit more um, experience from South. Sterling should have been number five. Sterling should have been number five. But uh, I want to know. He's got a I horrible know, penalty record. But it's, but it's also but one of those things. It, experience, guys. You guys, I think, guys. But guys, see, that's you, the thing. I guys, think this. Guys, I think I, the strategy. What? Can I? Can I just go a little bit? Sorry, sorry. They, they, they showed a video, they showed a video, guys, where they showed a video from 2016 Euros, guys. Where, where it was um, a, a knockout stage game. I think it was uh, Portugal against some, uh, I don't know which team. Spain. And, uh, no, it wasn't Spain. Uh, uh, it, was one, uh, it was like, um, I think it was Switzerland or something. But it wasn't, oh, wasn't okay, Spain. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was another of these maybe like 20th ranked uh, European nations. So Ronaldo goes up to Jean Moutinho 
and he says, "Hey, yes. come here. You come must here. take one. Come here. You must, you take, must one. take one. You must take one. Yeah." And he said, and then he says, "No, no, no." It's like, "Ah, no, it's okay. If you miss, it's okay. But you must take one. You know." And and that is leadership to say, "You yeah. are a senior player, Jean Moutinho. You got fifty caps plus. You must take one. Mm. Not waiting yes. for the other kids. Um, for maybe kids who just played." Like, and like five caps or whatever. Sterling mm. must be saying, guys, I'm taking a penalty. I'm a senior player. I can have the weight on my shoulders. I miss. I can at least handle the, the disappointment of missing. But Saka's 19 yeah. years old, guys. Uh, Rashford, I, I can, yeah. Rashford, I can what understand. What do you think, Matt? What Rashford, do you I can think, understand Matt? taking penalty because he's obviously uh, Look, a bit I, older I, than I other I think I've watched, I've watched all kinds of England players miss penalties. You know, experienced, inexperienced. Like, you know, Stuart Pearce missed one. David Beckham's missed one. Like... Southgate himself, all different kinds of levels, different positions on the field. Everyone, lots of everyone's missed penalties, and it's one of those things where I'm sure if they did it again now, they'd do something differently. They'd all place, you know, they might have a different order of it, whatever. The point is that on the in the moment you're in there in the field, they've got to have an approach. We there's been a lot of stuff written about penalty shootouts. It's hugely psychological. It's hugely up for kind of the last little minute. He is indeed actually looking very good. It's not just because he made a choice. He was like, I'm going to go on the show. I'm going to go on the show and I'm going to have an, a sling on. But more than that, I'm going to also wear the animal print robe. I'm gonna, and you can't forget you know, the blue gonna, lights. And, and, and the moustache. He's just, this is sort of backstage in a 70s porn, basically. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're saying, sorry, Matt, sorry, you were saying yeah. before. So, I mean, it's hugely psychological, and you can't imagine what they're going through at the time, and they probably had a system that they agreed upon before. And remember, yeah. it's like we were saying about the, the Denmark-Finland game, where we said they should never have gone ahead, but when you're in that emotional moment, the players are obviously all going to say, yeah. And then, yeah. so before they go to the game, they would have agreed upon the system. And from what I read, they'd been keeping kind of a little league table of all the penalty takers during practice. And that yeah. kind of set the order. And they all agreed that that was how they were going to do it. So then when you're there on the field, you're amped up. It's the final. There's 60,000 fans. Of course, you're going to say, we'll stick to the plan. We'll stick to the plan. No one's going to put their hand up and go, wait, guys, I'm not actually, I don't think this is right anymore. Because they, they got to that point following the plan. And especially Southgate plans every because the way he approaches, you can see he plans every outcome. So you can't place it on them to say, because if this had worked, we'd be hailing him as a genius. You know, it's, yeah. But I, I think the mistake was they never should have let it go to penalties in the first place. I didn't like us in a penalty shootout against Italy on, on Sunday. It just didn't look. And we had our chances. And football's about those moments. There was those little moments where there was that moment where uh, Kane had put a cross in and if Sterling had been like one foot forward, he would have re reached it and then that might have ended the game. Similarly, Italy had their chances. There was that Chiesa shot where Pickford pulled off a save that none of us thought he could make. And I think yep. that's the thing about finals. Like it's, such, it, it's, it's a knife edge. It's such a balance. And I think, yeah. you know... It's... I've got a conspiracy that I need to throw in. You know, every episode I've got one. Here's Savannah saying, you know, imagine being 19 and having the winning goal behind your name would be huge, you know, almost worth the risk. I kind of feel like Arteta phoned Gareth Southgate and said, listen, bro, make Saka take the last penalty. Let him miss so we can keep on team for another season. <laughs> you know, I, I agree, I agree with, with Matt, but I would love to know, you know, you did say there was a plan. And I, but I'd love to know because in the moment, you know, you don't you plan for penalties, but you don't plan for penalties because it's it's mm. very different training for penalties in uh, at St George's Park, and then you get into a full stadium, yeah. and and then the, the it's really real now. And mm. I would I would suspect that you know you ask the players, you know, how you feel him because if you know, say for example, um, 
one of the players was was at fault for conceding the goal that they conceded. Say it was an absolute blunder. Yeah. Um, you know, they might not be in the right mindset, even if they are a penalty taker. Say it's Harry Maguire who absolutely does a howler. They pass pass um, back or something and they so, go score, yeah. So you're going you're gonna to ask the players, you know, how are you feeling? Like, do you want it? And I just can't understand how some of those senior players wouldn't have put their hand up and, and, and would have trumped a sucker. You know, mm. you especially know, if, if during the game they were they were come presenting the, the good touches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. During the game, the players had pumped up. They've gotten their touches in. They've gotten their eyes yeah. in. They, they'd be, you know, more excited for the opportunity to yeah. take a penalty in those settings. Whereas players that have been fringe, first of all, and then come on as late subs are taking the penalties. It just sure. it, it's not organic, and it's not like um. Yeah. It's it, it, for me, it's a point of criticizing how that. Yeah. Arrangement well, happened. Mosse, 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 Claudio, Claudio, do you remember we went to USA at TUT in 2013? We played TUT in the semifinals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. do you, uh, we we got to. We, I think we went to extra time, and then Dean came on. Dean, remember Dean Wilkinson? Yeah, he hadn't yeah. kicked the ball the whole tournament. He was injured. He had a groin injury, and he came on to take a penalty, and he scored three points over the rugby poles, and then he yeah, lost. Exactly. <laughs> it was exactly that moment. And then, you, know, you remember Dean. So, so if anyone wants to know, like, Dean is like the most classic guy and he just looks at me and he's like, well, what the fuck do you expect from me? I, haven't I just got you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I just I, got I, you. I, I just got you. <laughs> and that's one of those cases where like, if players, they haven't been getting the confidence built from uh, being under the, the coach's kind of like wing, and then they get to the field, and in the game they they are good, but they're not as a, at, at the general tempo, general pace. You can kind of see those nuances in players. It affects their confidence. And going into a penalty, you can see when players are confident about their abilities on a penalty. They'll they'll make sure that it's emphatic, as opposed to kind of like being dilly dallying about it or second second guessing their kind of movements, which is what I, I think was the problem but, over the weekend. But Matt, you know, Matt you know, would, if, you not have, would you not have liked to have seen Jaden Sancho and, and Rashford actually have a go for 20 minutes and see what they could do rather, against a very, yeah. a very, a very old defense? It's the oldest defense yeah. in the yeah. tournament. You know, after, yeah, after 110 minutes, you know, you'd think 100 and, 105 minutes, you'd think, you know, a fresh exactly. Rashford and Jaden Sancho with the Sterling, with the Grealish, you know, they could have maybe won it before. You know? <laughs> Did you see more goal? I guess what we needed. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was saying scored. we needed to make subs. Yeah. What a Shop tough question, Morata. One, two, two, go. And I've got a conspiracy. I've got another conspiracy. We would have won the game. Yeah. 122 minutes, Jorginho should have been sent off. That was, <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, uh, that was disgusting. That was disgusting. That was yeah, the, what's yeah. the point of view of oh, they can't do that? No ways. And we, the funny thing is, Nick, we, everyone on the no, spot, every time they, they, they played it over and over like five, six times. And it, every time it just, you could just confirm, okay, you get off, but no one's made Grealish, the decision. Grealish showed him his leg because, yeah, I think he had studs down his thigh. Yeah. And he yeah. Was, uh, um, but, 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 but as but, we said, in, in technology, we trust. But like that's not you know, that's another point to bring up the Nick. <laughs> but you see now, what, yeah, if we're watching that now, <laughs> if we're watching that as fans now, and they're also seeing it, why why can't they say, "Hey ref, yeah. roll that back"? Because yeah. Grealish is on the floor. Like it's, I, yeah. I just can't understand how yeah. this thing works. I can't, I, can't, <laughs> I can't help. I can't help think that it wouldn't have probably made a difference because it was only about eight, seven, eight minutes left. Um, but I no, was I just, you, but... No, I was so enraged. I was like, "These fucking dirty Italians." <laughs> 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 
was like that. That's the thing. And then yeah, and Chiellini, after what Chiellini did, I was like, oh man, <laughs> I was living. Bro, hey, come on, Chiellini, that, that, that is that is the dark arts to perfection. You don't. If I was, if, if I was, no, 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 that, bro, that's not dark arts. Dark arts are supposed to be subtle. He grabbed the man by the neck and threw him on the floor. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> the dark arts are supposed to be man, he he not get like, away with it. it looks like a foul, but maybe not. Is it, was it just a good tackle? I can't <laughs> That's the dark arts to me. Not grabbing a man by the neck and then throwing him on the floor. And then yeah. you're like, oh, wow, he's a master. What the hell? Anyone could do that. I could grab all a right, kid by the neck right, and throw so, him on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because your tackling is brilliant. You remember the time when, what's his name, Luis Suarez? Um, 2010 World Cup, he, he stopped the ball against Ghana. And next yeah. day, he, like, oh, he called him a devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was even at the back of him eating, uh, biting somebody in the yeah. league. And then yeah. he came to this tourna- that tournament and then yeah, put his hand up. Tell me, you, you guys, uh, Claudio and Bosso, you guys played it in, in defense. Um, if you just if we analyze not, it, not uh, by choice, not by choice, not by but, yeah. choice. but you're half decent. <laughs> you're, you're half decent at, at right back. Um, yeah. A little bit better, a little bit better than a donkey, but. No, but but if you guys uh, uh, defending corners, you know, I've I've had this debate with other coaches, and you know, it's quite a modern thing to only have one one player on the post. Um, you know, if, if England if England have someone at the back post there, they don't concede that goal. Um, yeah. and I just I just don't understand why because if you if you set up yourself in a, in a way, even if you man marking, you will have enough players to cover both areas. Um, and I just yeah. I just think it's just you know you're putting yourself under unnecessary pressure, and so many goals are scored because the player is not on the on the, yeah. on the post. And not even just so many goals. If, if, if you look at this tournament, I was saying exactly the same thing. I just don't understand how the game can change so much from the 90s to now that all of a sudden there's, there's more. Look, I'm twofold because when I used to defend, obviously they made me defend, but I always saw defending a corner as a huge advantage attacking the yes. opponent because they're yeah. committing a lot of players. So I would yeah. always be the first one gambling on that second ball and trying to break yeah. forward. So, so I get that aspect. But if yeah, you've got I other agree. players who aren't inclined, they're not inclined to do that, have them on the post for, for crying in a bucket. Yeah. I don't understand why. The keeper can then have the support that he needs and those sort of situations get cleared off the line. In that case, Kane is obviously yeah. too slow to react. But Cellini is... is It was Cellini, eh? Well, which one was it? Benucci? No, it was They look the same to me. It's the, the, it's the head. But anyway, um, he gets there first because he got the strike. Yeah, but they both got that weird shaped head. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I think you you should. I mean, if you're only looking at the top of their head, it is going to be hard to tell them apart. But if you look at their face, but yeah, I think regarding that, like, I'd have to consider how England came into that game, thinking, you know, could they use those corners as opportunities to go for a counter? Because they could hit them with pace in those moments. And England in in set pieces are also very, very good. You know, they're very well structured. They can use them to their advantage quite well. So probably coming into it, they saw it's a tournament. Do we take the risk or not? And potentially it didn't pay out for them uh, in that that scenario, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I got to say that that conceded goal, it felt like a very England goal. I mean, Nick, I'm sure you felt it too. There was a period of pressure. It was after the what was that chap's name, like Berardi or whatever, when he got yeah. he came on at about the fiftieth minute or fifty-five or whatever. Yeah. And then for about 
for sort of 15, 20 minutes after that, they really controlled the midfield well. He was creating a lot of space for Verratti to run off onto. And, and you could feel that pressure growing. And it was at that point England needed to make a substitution. We missed that window. Yes. And as a result, they brought themselves back into the game. And that yeah. goal, which... Because it's one of those that you watch and you think there was probably three or four opportunities where someone could have cleared it. Someone could have yeah, let, yes, put yeah. a body in the way or whatever. It's a very England goal. And mm. again, you saw England kind of rejig themselves and they did kind of get themselves back, back on form the and, and they kind of and they brought us back in the game but it wasn't quite enough to get us over the line and I think mm. I think one of, for all the criticisms that Southgate will get and I don't think he played this tournament perfectly there were individual mistakes he made we should also remember he's the, no other England manager has won as many knockout games as him in the history of, of, of England mm-hmm. playing in tournaments um, I don't think any other manager could reasonably have said uh, if you look at where we were 2016 getting knocked out by Iceland in the second round I don't think there's a lot of managers who could have taken us from there to where we are now, losing finalists. And I think he'll learn from this he'll, he'll, and, and he'll, he'll probably change his approach. But I am kind of confident that the, the England side overall has showed massive improvement, not only just over this tournament, but over the kind of the preceding couple of years. And I think mm-hmm. in that way, it's hugely exciting. There's always going to be that frailty throughout this tournament. There's been instances where we have shown our defensive weaknesses. Like there's been a, you know, the, the Germany game where Werner was through that, that little brain fart where, where he was there against Denmark. There was a couple of opportunities where they could have put the game away. So there's been moments throughout the tournament where we've shown our, our weaknesses, but we've also shown huge resilience in a way that no England side has. And I think that's, for mm-hmm. me, that's, that's the biggest kind of exciting thing. It was a hugely disappointing game. All of yesterday was very depressing. You know, I refuse. I'm not going to make Italian food for a while. My wife suggested pasta. I did nachos instead. <laughs> Just make it to you one more time. Yeah. I had pasta to be celebrated. I had pasta to be celebrated. And I was thinking, I was like, oh, yes, bacon carbonara. Oh, I'm, yes. I'm, 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 never ordering, I'm never ordering pizza that doesn't have pineapple on again. That's It's done. <laughs> but, man, you mentioned a word, that uh, resilience. I have to uh, put my uh, hand up and say I was very, very impressed. And I'd give the tournament to Italy for the kind of resilience they showed throughout this tournament as soon as they landed in this tournament they kind of look like one of those teams that are pretty aggressive about how they come out if they're not scoring first they can't concede but will still come at it still talk away and seeing them win it in that fashion you know when you concede an early goal it can really sway the balance uh, uh, quite aggressively especially when you're an outfit like Italy that defends well, that kind of yeah. um, holds position well. Now they had to express themselves and had to come to the game, right? They had to get a goal or two and actually attack this team. And they managed to do that very, very well. First off, it wasn't ticking as, as best as they could. They had to change that gear from being that um, a team which sits a little bit more to being a team which goes forward. Second off, the changes that Mancini made were perfect to actually give them more energy in terms of trying to destabilize England, given that they were tiring already at that point. And mm-hmm. Verratti could then as- climb into ascendancy in terms of his control, his positioning, his kind of positions on the ball. It really made Chiesa uh, even coming on to, to show the energy and the impetus from their side. It really showed that they were a resilient team, that if they weren't facing England and were facing uh, a team like France or uh, Germany and the likes, I think they would have still came about the game in the same manner where they, they, they are resilient and can come, come out with the result over this tournament. I mean, if so, you look at uh, it, guys, if you look at it, you know, call a spade a spade. Italy had the hard route to the final and they still won it. 
Uh, England yeah. had a very favorable way through to the final and uh, came up short. I mean, probably the two best teams are probably in the final, but, you know, if you had to look at it on paper, they had to beat better teams, um, you know, if, we, if we're going to... The whole way. The whole way through. Hey, Ryan's so, back. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, Matt's got a new mate now, Ryan. Another Spurs fan. Another Spurs Wait fan. Wait for hey, one day. Hey, so nice. Manunu lifts the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, I would say, guys, what are you what are your thoughts um you know it might it's it's probably a positive for a lot of these teams that have done well um that if you actually look at it there's only there's only really a season and a bit between tournaments um yeah but, so, so i mean england england can pretty much keep their their squad together um yes. maybe add one or two players or or if, if guys have a good season. But I think for the likes of Italy and, and England, um, you know, it, it might be a good thing that, that a tournament's around the corner and, you know, they can continue the momentum. But it might give the likes of, you know, your teams that underperformed, um, you know, less of a chance to to sort of fix uh, their, their, their wrongdoings. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Croatia no, but, but, would be one of those uh, teams think, that need to fix everything at the moment in terms of how they come <laughs> yeah, but about. They're it. aging, bro. What are you no, meant to do in a in a year? I think like within the next year, I think that's a valid point. And where to next for England is like, sure they've done well, and you've mentioned you don't everything change Gareth much. Southgate has done. Yeah, but you you can't change much, and I don't mm-hmm. see Gareth Southgate changing his approach that much. So the question for me to the English fans. I mean, we know what the, the Italians have done it. They've been successful now. And they're not going to change. They've been playing on this sort of way for years and it's brought them success. But for England and Gareth Southgate and how fickle English media can be, where... Do, it's do coming they home. Yeah, but I'm saying, do, do, they, do, they back, do they back the man into another year? I mean, I suppose there's no need to change him now. But what happens yeah. when you get the same sort of result? Because you've got great players. You know, that's why... We've seen this. We've seen these golden generation questions come up. You know, most recently it's been Belgium, who have now probably missed their last chance to. to yes. yeah. Yeah. And I think, and it's a huge shame because it's 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 one of those things where look at the collection of players that they had, and they didn't quite get it over the line. And mm. similar thing happened to Portugal pre-Ronaldo when they had Figo and Roy Costa and all of those guys. A lot of a lot of expectation there. England have had a, a golden, golden generation, generation every few years because of mm. marketing, and I think that that kind of. There, there will be that pressure. It'll be a different kind of pressure because you look at 2018, no one expected England to do well. They overperformed. This time round, there was an expectation that they would do well, but I don't think a lot of people saw them as favorites. And then they, they definitely overperformed again. Going into the, into Qatar, there's, they are going to be talked about as one of the favorites. It's going to be a different yeah. kind of pressure. And we saw that, that for Belgium, that proved too much. Being The, ta- the title of favorites, it, 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 they could never quite stand up to it. And I think there's a, there is going to be a huge amount of pressure on the England team to evolve the way they play to go into a tournament as favourites. Um, mm. I don't think we should change the management. Mm. Or anything. I think that Gareth Southgate is the right guy to do it. I will think he'll need to change his approach. I think he'll have to be... I think, like Nick said, they need to back themselves more. They need to have more faith in their own abilities and, and have faith. And I think what will help is another season of, of the likes of Foden and Saka playing... Because remember, this was Foden's breakout season. You know, he's he's, yeah. he's he and doesn't Saka. he's only got what yeah and Saka. Yeah, so yeah, another Calvin season Phillips. of them being more Calvin Phillips is, was a met for yeah. me. He's I think um I, I think Pums asked the question who was player of the tournament. The tournament for yeah. me, Phillips is England's player of the tournament. Absolutely mm. immense. I wouldn't have put. Him, I don't think the, outside of Leeds, not many people would have put him in the starting eleven before the tournament. Music now, to Darren's ears now. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, Dan, you can you can have this one. You know, you don't do a lot right in that part of the world, but you got Phillips right. <laughs> uh, but he is he was huge. His his performance across the tournament, he was consistent. He was always in the right place. He didn't get overawed. There was one or two games where you saw he was sort of slightly intimidated right at the beginning, and then he just kind of walked it off. Proper Yorkshireman just did the job, and I think. That ability to to build around that core spine of players, you know, you look at Pickford, Stones, Maguire, Rice, Phillips, Kane, Sterling, those players are still going to be playing in 2022. And then what you've got is the ability to change up all around them to suit whatever game you're playing. And I think that is a a huge advantage, but it's it's no guarantee. We've seen it time and time again. The favourites have not been doing well. France, Belgium. The, all these teams that we expected to go far, and I think England will have a lot to... It, this will be kind of a huge test for their ability to to evolve as a side, but it's also massively exciting. It's fantastic to be looking at an England side and thinking, instead of thinking, I hope we don't do that shit again, uh, being able to think, we could really push on, we could do even more, I could have more nights like that, you know, and I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough ask, you know, you do add the likes of your Brazils and Argentinas to the mix it and um, yeah. potentially Bafana Bafana, you know, we might spill the pie. Yeah, Bafana <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, but it becomes it becomes a tougher ask in that sense. But, you know, I agree with you, you know, another season under their belts um, for the for the younger players in the squad. Um, and then maybe a little bit more experience for, for the others, you know. Um, you know, it's going to be another tough season for them. And I think there's an opportunity for England to go out every for every game that they play up until the World Cup as a chance to sort of get the right combination. You know, you're not yeah. waiting two years now for a tournament. You know, yeah. by the time by the time March comes, uh, they would have qualified for the World Cup. I think that's when it has to be done. Um, and, you know, there's an opportunity there for, for them to really go out and, and properly put out teams, not not experiment here and there where you've got completely different teams week in, week out every time they play. They can actually go with the squads that they've got already and the combinations yeah. that they've got and actually, you know, maybe hopefully be a little bit more expansive um, and take mm-hmm. games to teams instead of, you know, sitting a little bit, a little bit more... Um, uh, or sitting a little bit deep um, at times and, and being a bit more pragmatic. Um, so, yeah, I, it's going to be quite exciting for them, I'd say. But like I think uh, I saw a comment there, I think your, your likes of France and Germany and Spain and Portugal are going to want to rectify and they're going to, they're going to fix, a, fix a lot of things and they're going to be challenging. Uh, let's, let's, let's not be fooled. Um, and then, like I said, you add an Argentina to the mix, a Colombia to the mix, a Brazil to the mix. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see. And Argentina are going to be are going to be gunning for it. You know, the, yeah. the I think, you know, we we we've forgotten that Sunday morning Messi broke his international duck, so he's going to be Cielo, looking at twenty twenty. I thought you were going to be leading with that. No, you got Matt thought, doing the introduction. No, I thought that was no. your cue. I'm I'm setting it up, but he can. I thought talk about team of the day. <laughs> slam dunk. Slam dunk. <laughs> let's, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's 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 talk about that, guys. Let's talk about that. Yes, yes. They did it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, yes. He had the shirt on. Yes. He had the shirt on, but you had yes. to do stuff for him. I don't yes. understand. What's going on? You know, sometimes the pressure oh, of a big night gets to you, and you need somebody else just to tee <laughs> you up, you know? And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so can, man, we, oh, can we settle this? Can we settle this? The GOAT is... Lionel Messi. Oh, sorry, but I said it before everyone, so it counts. No, 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 no. man. But but listen, guys, I woke up. I woke up for this game. Yeah, you're saying, mate, you say all these debates. 
about no, the Leo and, is such a silly and one. Like <laughs> Cristiano. Why do we have to, like, it's, it's so, like, my, my son is seven and he's always asking me who's the best player in the world. I'm like, and I tell him, you can't really answer that for definite. And no, you like, can, Matt. You can. Your son's says. Portuguese. No, your son's Portuguese. <laughs> it's Ronaldo. There's one answer. What's wrong with you? <laughs> he's a Portuguese. He's Portuguese and he's English and he supports Spurs. So why isn't Kane in that debate? Come on. But I don't know. I don't know how many of you watched the game. Um, I woke up uh, 2 a.m. I uh, watched the game. Very scrappy. Very scra- like I actually compared the two finals because obviously the one was early in the hours of Sunday. The other one was e- in the evening. The 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 Brazilian. The other one had fans, and the other one no fans. The Brazilian and I see the game was like a fight, guys. Like it was like um was True. like how do you like EFC versus EFC versus like I don't know like soft boxing or something like that. Like just literally like it's just wild. It's just people are like kicking each other and like the Bro, tackles. It's, it's how and, you play football in Cape Town. That's exactly like, how football's played in Cape like Town. Was, the weather's so shit, you just fight. Like it was so bad. It was, it was so bad. Like the fouls, there was no play wasn't really flowing that much, you know what I mean? Until obviously players were getting yellow cards. I think Fred got a yellow card with the second minute, you know, and I think it was probably like seven yellow cards or eight yellow cards in total. But I think uh, in the end, like that touch of brilliance that Rodrigo de Paul made a pass to Di Maria, uh, and the Di Maria made a great finish. Uh, which, 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 uh, what a finish! Then, then, oh. then Argentina did what England tried to do. They defended the, for the rest of the game, basically. Yeah. They defended mm-hmm. for the rest of the game, kept it uh, compact. Otamendi was immense in the in the in the in the defense there. Uh, Martinez also played well. Um, but I, I think if you compare I have the to two. Credit. Brazil for continuing to also create that onslaught, like Gabby and Neymar continuing, continuing exactly. to actually attacking. go for Argentina. Yeah, they were, they, were trying, they were trying to get that goal, but I think in the end, uh, I think the football gods were just saying, Lionel Messi, this is yours today. Nothing can happen today that you cannot win the trophy. No matter what, this is yours. And they gave it to <laughs> Messi. I'm serious. Like, it was just like it was made for him, guys. Like, like you know. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, as you said, who is the GOAT? Uh, Claudio is... Portuguese. Uh, so he's, I agree he's with what Matt said, man. I'm completely like, unbiased. Um, these two players, they are just incredible. Um, incredible. Uh, they're just special talents in so many ways. Um, the, the comparison happens between them because they're just uh, head and shoulders above everybody else. It's literally in the soccer fraternity. No two other players that are even close to these guys. And it's quite crazy that they've been doing this for all of their careers, right? They're coming towards what I think is the next, uh, the last three to four years of their careers. And they've been doing this since the day they, they landed on the scene. And it's crazy. The, the, the talent that they have as individuals Ryan's is dope. Form. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Ryan, in three years after oh. he wins three prems and a champion, everyone will <laughs> say, let me just say, let me just say, let me just say, if Kane, if Kane, if by some, if, if, if Ryan is right and Kane does that with Spurs, then there would be no debate. If he could take Spurs to that level. <laughs> no debate, no debate in the weight household, maybe. Like we, we don't, it also creates this unnecessary thing. Like, I just want to enjoy the football. Like it's, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, uh, Arsenal's losing to Hibernian. Two 0 It's a preseason friendly. Like these things. Begun. You know. <laughs> I think guys, Wonga Wonga loves. He, he's very good at. He's always been on the fence. I think between the the Ronaldo and Messi debate, 
So I want to ask you, Wonga, in terms of where you sit with that, and then you, the next question, follow-up question being, these two guys still have at least two, three more years in them. Who are the next guys in the category that we should be considering as as real head turners? Uh, look, yeah, Ronaldo Messi, guys, I think if, you, if you're a football lover, you would, you would appreciate uh, the two of them. Um, I think they, they're good at, at what they do. Messi, obviously, one-on-one. Uh, brilliant Ronaldo was li- like that, but obviously changed his game. But he gets the goals. Uh, Messi scored free kicks. You can say Messi's better than Ronaldo, hands down. Penalties, Ronaldo's better than Messi. You know, um, aerial ball, Ronaldo's better than Messi. But the thing is, for me, they, they do they, they they do what they do in their own way, um, but they get the job done. I think that's what's the most important thing about the two of them is they they get the job the, the job done. The guy the guys who scored them. The highest amounts of goals is the two of them. Yeah, maybe Messi's leading by a few. People will say, yeah, it's a one league, what what But they mm. they scored the goals. You know, you can't take it away from them. I'm not saying it's wrong to have a, a, a your your favorite one because I won't lie. Yes, uh, Messi does appeal to my eye more than what Ronaldo would. But uh, again, I, I can't deny when Ronaldo does uh, extraordinary things in the field. And then guys coming into the into the mix now. I think there are guys potentially, I mean, Mbappe obviously would be, you know, everyone's up with that as well. Uh, everyone's I think it doesn't Mbappe not have Mbappe too much hype. I think too much hype. I, that's what I was going to say. Uh, definitely. I, I think definitely he's, he's overhyped. Um, but Ronaldo was massively hyped when he was young. Yeah. No. Yeah. He was, I think he was a lot of excitement. It was both. Ronaldo Ronaldo was doing in the well league. in the French league as well. No, 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 job in the he can only well. play the team so in front of him. He can't be like, yeah. you know, it's it's no true. But, think, to play in but also, what makes what makes Ronaldo and Messi both goats? I mean, if you can have more than one goat, which you know, probably yeah. not, because why? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. of all time plus <laughs> one. Let me ignore the semantics. What makes him that? What makes him is the consistency. It's the consistency. They've both been doing it. They've been doing it for so long. And in Ronaldo's case, doing it in different leagues with different teams and, and mm. dragging teams along. Messi, obviously, that consistency, that delivering for Barcelona every season. Ronaldo going to any all of the major leagues and winning with them. Mm. I think he's just missing yeah. Germany and France, obviously. Um, but I think and he that, can still go there. He and could. He's got it. the. You know, he's still. He's still. You saw him in the Euros. He's fit as fuck. He's still playing like yeah. a nineteen-year-old. And I think that he was a top goal scorer. Exactly, and that 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 kind of consistency is what separates them. So all these other players, they're all in there with a chance, but it, they need to. If they're still doing what they do now in fifteen years, then they're on the same level as Messi and yeah. Ronaldo, and that's not going to happen often. That's we yeah. might get players who have two or three seasons at their level, but it's yeah. going to be a long time before we have players who do fifteen years at the level these boys yeah. have been doing. I mean, I, I think I, think, I agree with Matt. I think it it is very tough to you know. And I think in terms of their, their own abilities, you know, I think they offer sort of different things um, and yes. they've both been so good at, at what they do. Um, but I think it, it would be very unfair to to leave, you know, such a special player out of the conversation. Um, 
unfairly left out of the Brazil squad. Um, probably the reason. Probably the reason they never won the tournament. Do you think Steve Bruce made a call? Do you think Steve Bruce made a call to complain? Yeah. Why aren't you playing, my boy? <laughs> oh, so that's, that's, why Brazil, that's why Brazil lost is because he didn't yeah. pick. Yeah, it serves him right. Uh, he's probably sitting, <laughs> sitting somewhere on Tainsa watching that game on the telly like I fucking told them. <laughs> but, you know, Claudio, for I think one player that I think would come up and meet the expectation, one player I, I do like, um, I think, and I'm certain, I think, I think he'll probably end up scoring more goals than Mbappe. I would think it's, uh, it's Haaland. Uh, I like the way the guy plays. Uh, very lethal. It is, yeah, very direct. I, I just enjoy that about him. And I'm I, sure he I was think made he in would... a test tube. He was made in a <laughs> test tube. <laughs> yeah, it, he's not real. I think he was created in a lab. I, no, no, I, I think, think he was, was risen from a Viking grave. Like they found a sun <laughs> kid <laughs> in <laughs> and him wrapped in cloth. And, and they you, were like, <laughs> the, the day he said was by cancer. <laughs> Sorry, the day his dad was kicked by Key and he took his genomes and he says, No, 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 we're gonna we're gonna make this perfect test tube specimen to your point there, Matt. That's exactly what it was. But uh, interesting Guys. that you say that because Aljun's saying Aljun's saying be in, in Dortmund's side right now, um, it was Sancho actually had more of an impact for Dortmund more That's than Holland, mm. assisting wise. So so question being, That's how well will Holland do without a Sancho around and also how That's good is Sancho really and how good do you think he's going to be at United? I think that's that's a, a key question. I don't but, know what everyone's thoughts are there. I think I think another one... I'm scared for him. I'm scared for him. Like, uh, I think, I think, hopefully, the situation I think, I think, doesn't end up with uh, Van der Beek, uh, similar to Van der Beek's story. No, no. He's Imagine going from Dortmund to nearly winning the Euros, Mosta. Imagine going from Dortmund to nearly winning the Euros. You got to the semi-finals of the of the Champions League, and now your new coach is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Ole Gunnar. When he arrived for his for his medical today, do you think Solskjaer asked for his autograph? <laughs> Guys, I'm thinking of another player that I could consider next gen. I don't know if we can consider him next gen or, 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 or current gen. Um, if Harry Kane were to go to uh, a team like uh, Barcelona or Real Madrid or um, let's say Man City, and he does very well for Barcelona, the next four, definitely five out of that. Sorry, more ten seasons. They can't, they yeah, can't well, afford anyone. But they, uh, they can't yeah. afford the players. Yeah, they're struggling. <laughs> But let's say a big team which could enable him to win silverware and actually continue in the form and the rich vein. Or I don't even know if it, calling it form is correct because he's been doing it for four years, you know. If if he can do that at a bigger club where he gets the accolades and the trophies and the likes, I think he could be a next-gen leader for sure if he just carries like on in the same gen. trajectory. Like in that gap between Messi and Ronaldo <laughs> and then Haaland and the yeah. Yeah. He's, 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 he's like the... He'll be the rebound goat. You know, we've got our goats, our rebound goats, and then our, our long goats. As soon as those other two retire, yeah. <laughs> he'll he'll no, keep look, us occupied for three years and before the next one shows up. Yeah. No, look, I think that's a very valid <laughs> yeah, point. I think, and, and he would Neba's, definitely be part of that debate. Because well. that's Neymar's breaking yeah. as well. 26 to yeah, 30 years old. But I think he could do well, right? If he was Neymar, to go Neymar. to a, a Real Madrid. Neymar. Not Neymar. 
Harry Kane. Right now, if you were yeah. to go to Real Madrid and win Champions League or go to a Man City and win Champions League, it's he's mm. back on. He's back on. He's literally uh, like top goal scorer in the Premier League, top goal scorer in Europe type of material. Yeah. Yo, I was reading some hectic breaking news there. I don't know if anyone's read that. I think... <laughs> <laughs> to an unknown club. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, what's you. going on, man? You must defend your club. I think hips are a fairly well known type. So, so Jets, just, 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 just before, before we close off the show, uh, obviously, I think uh, the next focus is the, the league season. And I think um, if I could just get at least from each of you one what? signing uh, your club needs to make, needs to make, not, not a luxury, not. Uh, uh, but not like that, brother. I, you didn't say realistic signings, You can't ask the question. Ah, guys. If you went to if you went to any manager in the Premier League and said, "Do you need Messi?" Do you think any of them are going to go? Nah, I'm all right, mate. Steve Bruce, man. Yeah, Steve Bruce will wheel out Joe Linton and be like, But honestly, truly speaking, your Arsenal. The, for me, it's a big like uh, I think the other teams like Man United can say one, um, they can go for one. I think Chelsea maybe if they wanted one, they could go for one. But if I'm, uh, Nick, hey, uh, Matt, I don't think one is going to solve. I think Matt maybe Arjun, one. Arjun is look, right. Arjun is right. If but, we keep Kane, that'll be our biggest signing. Like, yeah, but we won't. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, but as as Arsenal, you. You, I can't say one, bro. I can say keeper, but then I've got problems with my defense. I can say a midfielder. What if you no, said, no, what if your one signing no. was a new manager? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it could be a new manager. You could have had Patrick Vieira. You could have had Patrick Vieira. And now he's going to be looking cool from across London. I don't know. Chucking into his sleeves about Arteta. Wanga, you need 11 substitutes, Wanga. You need 11 substitutes. You guys have Amazon... Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. No, I don't have it. I have it. I have it. So there's a show. Uh, I think it's called Eagles uh, Will Dare or something like that. It's a it's a six part documentary on Crystal Palace and um, how their club was saved by. Uh, I think it's Tony Parrish. I think that's his name. It, it just shows yeah. how Neil Parrish or whatever. But yeah, Paris, something yeah. Paris. Um, and it's it's quite interesting to see how the club nearly went bust um, in 2010, and how they've sort of brought it up. And sort of the plans initially when they've had bad ownership is to become the Arsenal of South London. Um, so it's it's quite interesting because now Patrick Vieira is there, um, but they might they're probably at the same level as Arsenal now. So they just need one oh. or two seasons. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> Put the tick on purpose. Hectic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just making. But, but 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 watch it. It's it's quite interesting to see um, how close they were. Like going, they were close to going bust uh, completely. Yeah, uh, yeah they didn't fold it up. Yeah, um, Simon Jordan was a big reason for that. I don't know if you guys follow any of these the crappy talks and talk sport. Um, no. he's, oh yes, yeah, blo- blonde. Simon, eh? 
Yeah, he's an absolute arsehole. Yeah, he speaks um, like shit. I don't like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he thinks he knows. So, he so why, he knows why, why are we talking about him on our show? Listen, guys, listen to that guy. He's a piece of shit. So I don't yeah, know why we're endorsing him. No, no, no. So the, what, the you're, player you're one I want... Thing? Uh, listen, if Joe Willock. the ownership stays the same, yeah, Joe Willock, I've heard we've already inquired about him. Um, to be honest with you, if I'm an Arsenal fan, I think I would want to try and keep him because I think he would be a new signing for them. Um, he's probably performed better than any of your midfielders this season. Wonga. Do you have midfielders? Musa? Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing happening there. Uh, at this point in time, man, I'd, I'd just love to see another striker come into the fold. At, at, uh, Shame, Chelsea, man. Haven't you ruined enough strikers for us all? <laughs> no, man, no, no, no. It's only it's only Werner who ruined it for himself yeah. and everybody else around him. But like, um, yeah, I'd, I'd just like to see another striker coming in at this point in time. Um, uh, I think the rest of our, our squad looks solid. Looks like it's uh, in good in good nick. We might lose players like Kurt Zuma, but I think we we should be able to. Uh, Would that striker replace Werner? I, I would I would give Werner some t- Werner some time on the bench eh? uh, as a, as a as a as a coach. Um, I think it would be uh, helpful for him because even in the national team, I don't think it's working so far with his uh, run of form and his current like um, like it, it looks as if he's been stuck into a position which he's not really excelling in in most teams at centre attacking forward um, type of position which is. It plays to his speed, but it doesn't really work well with the runs that he creates uh, for the team all the time. And his finishing has been atrocious this season, right? Even into the um, uh, Euros. So I'd give him some time to work on that and fix that while testing out uh, another uh, striker. And then, yeah, that would be me from my side. Claudio, and you? I think you've got yours already. You got yours already. No, you got yours already. That's in about. <laughs> so he doesn't do the same thing oh, to Dark again. Yeah, yeah. Konate. But I, I kind of forget that we've got Konate and that Gomes is coming back. But I mean, I suppose we got we got the center back that we needed. But if we're looking more specifically, you got to say Genie leaving is going to huge leave. Ugh, he's going to leave a huge hole in the midfield, largely because he was always there. And I think a lot of fans have taken him for granted. Because um, even last season throughout the process of the stop, start, start, start. He was the he was the permanent fixture on the list. So I think maybe finding a replacement in him is going to be difficult because, you know, hopefully Thiago is going to step up after he's found his groove a little bit. So let's see what happens. But yeah, and then you could even look further and say we probably... Yeah, but you could also say we, we need to look further and find possibly a replacement in Firmino considering when the game's not going our way, do we have something different to bring on? So that's where you could say you need to look. But let's see. Let's see. Whatever they decide, they normally have a plan. So we just have to go with it, I guess. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Matt, you, you it's, uh, Kane signing a contract. Oh, I mean, I'm keeping Kane is your, is, your, is your one. Yeah. I mean, if we keep Kane, that would be fantastic. If we lose Kane, there's like Wonga, we'll need more than one. You know, we'll, we'll mm. need another striker. Um, although that said, signing big strikers hasn't worked for us. It's a bit like Chelsea, you know. Um, you know, look when when before Kane kind of finally stepped up, we'd gone through Soldado and that Janssen dude, and they weren't quite they didn't oh, quite yeah, make true. it. So maybe if we do lose Kane, we've got to put faith in Dane Scarlett and then let maybe spend the money on on some more solidity at the back because it looks like we could be losing some defenders. Alderweireld apparently might be on his way out. Um, so I think there's there's it's going to be a, it's going to be a busy time at Spurs one way or the other. Um, even if it's just holding on to Kane, which would be huge. Okay, no, that's cool. You that's cool. I think. 
uh, meets a centre back, uh, Rafael Veron. Ah, man, guys, we need a centre back to partner <clears throat> Maguire. Maguire, Maguire is is solid. Just needs a good partner, guys. You know, him and Stones were one of the uh, probably the second best partnership in the Euros. Uh, probably the best mm. because they considered the, the fewest goals. Um, but I guess the one that won is the best. But him and Stones complemented each other quite well. Maguire sure. is combative. He's good in the air. Stones a bit quicker. Uh, but they both good on the ball, uh, which which helps. Uh, those passes through into the midfield. So I think if you get Rafael Varane, um, that'll be a great signing, guys. I think yeah, Varane would give him like, so much more pace even at the back. He would help him exactly with the with the pace. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so I think uh, that that's what we need um, at Man United. So we'll see what happens. Um, still, there's still what, 31 um, December, I think, is the I'm sorry, 31 August. Sorry, 31 August is when the transfer. Um, um, window closes, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, before we before we we end of the show, guys. Uh, we had Super Brew going on. Um, and we and the winner was Louis. Louis won. Uh, <laughs> well done, Louis. Uh, Louis. Louis. So if you want to do, if 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 those those that did partake, uh, well done. Uh, I'm gonna just do a little share here on the screen. You know, uh, I'm the, I'm the famous share in, the, in in this in this place. No one shares like me. Uh, <laughs> 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 so yeah, that's that's the that's the top ten. If you can see it on the screen, uh, Dirty Purple second, uh, Storm uh, third, uh, Debato fourth, Friend the man, Pum sixth, myself seventh. Uh, I don't uh, see Claudia the top ten. So yeah, that's where that am I? Where am I eleven? Am I eleven? Uh, twelve. <laughs> I forgot to make two, for two or three predictions. Claudia, I ended uh, twelve. Uh, uh, but yeah, and then and then also we got a uh, Epic Games uh, giveaway. Uh, Claudia is gonna announce the the winner uh, for the for the. Do the drum roll. Of one of our packs is Dirty Purple. He's in our Discord, so and I know where he lives, so it's easier to drop off. Uh, so congratulations, <laughs> you have won a mega start pack. Dirty Purple from that that, that sounded. That sounded. Who's auditing? Who's auditing? Who's auditing? Yeah, who's auditing? Yeah, need the auditor, that sounded. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, guys. If I was watching this and a dude with that mustache, with that robe on, said he knows where I live, I would not want to win any competition in relation to this. So I hope, He's gonna have to I hope this is not too horrific soon. an experience for Dirty Purple. Good luck, Dirty Purple. Okay. Okay. Let's see how okay. dirty okay. you are, champ. <laughs> but we, oh, we, still have, we do still have four more packs of those Panini cards to give away from Epic Games, so... Just tell us, go to the comment section on our Instagram account and tell us how many you think there are to collect. And uh, Nick gave his suggestion. Mosa's given his. Mosa, what was yours again? You said how many? 700. 700 players in the Mosa entire said 700. Era. Nick, how many but did I you say, Nick? Pop, huh? I think I said 540. Yep. 540. So, yeah. So, just tell us how many you think there are. And you guys can win yourself a starter pack that come with the Panini cards as well as a sticker book. And yeah, we've still got four more of those to give away. So yeah, <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it true? No man, no Christy, look at this, Christy. Thank you. Thank you, Can you believe it? <laughs> look what he's saying. Yeah, come on now. 
Ah, uh, but come on now. She's not okay. Okay, what's happening? Oh, she's red. She's. I don't know. So she's just reading. <laughs> Man's getting too excited. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, well done to everyone. And then, yeah, I think, uh, uh just a message uh, from everyone at GLTV. I think, uh, we all, those are within South Africa, we've seen, uh, what's been going on, uh, in terms of the looting and the lawlessness. Um, so yeah, let's just hope that, uh, yeah, everyone is safe out there. Um, and that, um, all of this can end, um, as you guys are speaking, I can actually hear a helicopter flying, uh, past my place. So, so Same, let's yeah. hope that, um, all of this, um, ends, um, and that at least, Everyone needs to stay safe first and foremost, um, and then yeah. we can sort out our, yeah. our our vaccination rollout and so on. Man, I think yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, I and can then... register from from Thursday, guys. Um, I'm hey. old oh, thirty-five yeah. and above, guys. Yeah, register, guys. All the guys, <laughs> as, as the elder statesman, I'll, I'll take it on behalf of all all goal lounge, and then whenever we need to go, you know, if you guys need to have milk collected from the shop, I'll be able to go along and do it without fear of infection. Matt, Matt, what's winning the Euros? You didn't need to win the Euros. You're going to get your vaccine soon. It's like winning exactly. the Euros. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Winning the lottery. Well, I, 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 I actually had a plan, and I'm hoping I get to pull it off. I Hopefully, I'm brave enough. I actually want to tuck my one arm inside my sleeve, and then when they do the injection, I'm just going to force it out like, ah! And they'll be like, that's not my watch. <laughs> <laughs> Final thoughts, guys. Final thoughts. Uh, anything that you guys like to say, maybe thinking about the Euros, thinking about the season ahead. Anything? I think, uh, yeah, for me, I think uh, just with Southgate again, I think he's done a good job. And I think, uh, yeah, definitely he, he's shown that he's built, he's built on from his uh, past, um, past um, matches and tournaments. And I think they should carry on. They should take him to the next one as well. That's my thoughts on that. And well done to Italy and Mancini. Yeah, well done to Italy from my side. They were great over this tournament and uh, very excited to see what they'll bring out in the, the World Cup. So shout out to them. Yeah. And Italy haven't been beaten in two yeah. years. Eh? That's good for them. Jeez. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, leading up to the final, I was I was would have been happy with either winner. Uh, I think at the end, probably be based on the results, Italy then obviously... Italy, Italy, Italy deserves. But I, I do, I do just want to just come home the the sort of the message with regards to currently what's happening within South Africa, some crazy things happening. Just want to say again, just reiterate the fact from Golan's TV, you know, people be safe, stay at home, and uh, let's not get carried away and stealing shit from other people because that's not what we do. All right, and then yeah, I think <laughs> that's that's from my side. Oh, yep. one last thing. And Arjun, all the strength, my man. All the strength. Yeah, hang in there. Hang in yeah, there, Arjun. Arjun. Hang in there. Hang in there. You need, yeah. to see, you need to see jersey number seven, man. Jaden Sancho, seven. Old Trafford against Leeds. Uh, 3-1 scoreline. Come on. You need to be there, man. Come on. And United <laughs> losing 3-1. Diff, diff, diff. Coach Nick, <laughs> Coach Nick uh, when, when, is, when, is Vos, when is Vos become starting? Uh, it's been pushed back. We started in... Uh, in September, but yeah, I've just started preseason now with Amatak, so we actually have a friendly with another NFD team on Friday. Okay. So yeah, it's okay. quite exciting. Um, putting the boys you guys, lost, you, guys, you guys lost. You guys lost some players, didn't you? Lose a player to TS Galaxy, I think. Uh, no. We lost our 
Well, Someone we lost the play there. to Sundowns and Baraka. Okay, Baraka, but, that's the one. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, uh, between, well, I'm saying it on this platform, but that's probably good riddance in my opinion. Um, not good for the team. <laughs> not good for the team. Claudio knows what I'm talking about. Claudio knows what I'm talking hey, about. Hey, coach, coach, this is recorded. Coach, this is recorded. Oh, his wife is recorded, coach. I don't care. I'm the, I'm the coach. They're going to have to ask me for a job soon. So, yeah. It's, it's all right. <laughs> Tell them. Good riddance, Thanks, coach. Uh, Matt, nah, Matt, Matt, listen, listen, nothing oh, yeah? substitutes nothing substitutes a, a, a good attitude. If you don't have a good attitude, you have no chance in my team. And I think that's how it should be. Okay. Cool. Yeah, me too. Uh, Matt, Matty, anything? Last words? Uh, it's been it's been a wild year for football, you know. I mean, it's yeah, I'm, I'm I'm almost and I, I was thinking about it. I was chatting about it after the Sunday's game. It's, no other sport gets me this worked up. I watch a lot of sport. Only football does this to me. I probably yeah. need to take a break from it because I am old enough to get my vaccine, which means I need to be careful with my heart. So I'm probably <laughs> going to take a bit of a football break so that I'm ready for for next season. But you know, oh, it's, it's, I'm already starting to get excited again. So bring it on. I just this I love this game, man. Just it's, okay. it's too good. No, that's good. That's good. My last word is all the best to Kaiser Chiefs. Cap Champions League on Saturday. Let's bring it home, guys. Let's bring it home. Let's bring it home. Let's bring it home. Let's bring it home, guys. If there's anything, guys, let's bring it home. I'll, I'll sacrifice. There's a lot I could sacrifice for that win, man. I'll sacrifice a lot. <laughs> but, guys uh, don't why... learn from this bring it home chat. <laughs> hey, bro. They don't. <laughs> They're not scared. They're not scared. They're not scared. They're <laughs> I win, I win. It's not a song, it's not a song. But yeah, um, <laughs> if, you, if you don't know what to be, be cool. Be cool. Thanks, cheers, everyone. Thanks for, thanks, for, thanks for tuning in, guys. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers, people. <laughs>